Okay, you're back. Yes. Okay, so now let's go. Uh, Christoph, first off, I would like to congratulate you that you're actually practicing correctly and beginning to get the benefits of the fruit of practice and that it's very good for you to see it that way. Oh, what a relief it is. I'm actually doing something right and getting the benefit out of it. Yeah. And as we've said just recently, it's also possible that people can make progress in their practice and then not get to this kind of advice like some Actually, it's quite common for teachers when a student comes in with that kind of uh, uh, experience. Will become jealous of the student and say, oh, you're doing something wrong or whatever like that. And they do it absentmindedly without recognizing that you're doing great harm to the student that way. And so there's all kinds of possibilities in that regard. Um, so the first thing is, is that now that you know and have a taste of it, what does the Buddha talk about it like? And the answer to that is not that it's a one uh, time shot or that it happens occasionally or that it happens under certain circumstances, but rather that we're actually going to now bring in the skill of bringing these factors together so that we can begin to control it. That you can, in fact, put yourself into that state of mind, literally be talking yourself into that state of mind, knowing that you've done this before, let's do it again, hot diggity dog, let's get a really big benefit out of it this time. Let them shivers just go to town. <laughs> okay. okay, so... This is the way then that we're going to practice with that idea of developing the skill of bringing all of the factors together. Because that's the samadhi is bringing these factors together. Or what are the factors? Number one is, is that we have to be free from the hindrances that are going to keep us from being in that state. That's obvious. That's the first one on the list. And that's what all of the right effort has been about, is to get the mind clean enough so that it can be receptive to the experience of, wow, this is really great. So, uh, the, the, the freedom from the hindrances uh, will then, because of the thoughts being wholesome and the body getting relaxed, we're all just already setting things up for that experience. Mm -hmm. Okay, in other words, we're already by by the number one item by far is the removal of unwholesome thoughts and the implanting of wholesome thoughts and the uh, and the wholesome thoughts then are actually going to now begin to direct the show. Into us having these kind of feelings of safe and secure, all of that stuff leads then into the satisfaction and then that wow kind of experience, okay? 
Those are all the jhana factors now. That's it. Except for the applied and sustained thought. Now we have to put our emphasis upon applying this over and over and over again to begin to control this state. And then the second skill then is to sustain it and keep it going for a while. Breathing into it and manifesting it and keeping it going. So that's the applied and sustained thought that we're going to add that's going to make this state quite genuine. It's because you can control going into it rather than it happens. In fact, it when it does happen, it's a controlled situation because you've already given me the the factors of when when those things are. You just didn't recognize that you were setting yourself up to have that experience. So now that you know and know it several times, we can actually now begin to control it. And how do we control it? By keep applying those factors to bring ourselves back into it. And then being able to talk ourselves literally, continuing to talk about it, well, isn't this nice? <laughs> yes, it actually quite is. And so we can say, well, what are the features of us? And let's start investigating it. Start paying attention to it would be the next thing. Hey, can I... Can I turn this platter over? Can I make that thing peak even higher? Okay. Can I make that soprano really sing loud? <laughs> uh, so these are the ways that we actually begin to control the, the thing by looking at it and investigating it. Because the more we investigate it, the longer we're in it. Surprise. And the more often we come back to it, simply because we can enjoy it and investigate it. And so those are the two major skills to start to develop now, the applied and sustained, or another way of saying it is being able to get into that state is a skill. And then being able to maintain that state is a skill. That's the skill then, and everybody has a little label on it. I mean, we've been dancing around the uh, 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 the poly word, and that is for the first jhana. And that um, it is, is, in fact, the most work that there is to do is this work that you've already done and this work that I'm presenting you for this that if you can sustain this over and over and over again and keep those unwholesome thoughts from returning after, what, 10, 15, 20 seconds, can you keep this thing going for a minute or two minutes? Because you'll feel that it's almost like a snowball running down the side of a steep slope full of snow. It's going to snowball. <clears throat> But it will only snowball in the fact that we keep rolling it, we keep pushing it, we keep sustaining it. And so you can actually figure out how to do that. What kind of thoughts do you have? Thoughts of uh, uh, friendship and camaraderie, perhaps on the internet here, you know, that's a thing, you know, you get really gushy about all your friends. 
and allow yourself those those feelings of great joy. We practice that over and over and over and over again until you begin to control it. So that it's almost like that it comes up spontaneous, just like you were talking about before, except that it's now much more happening more often that you can control it. And part of the control then is, is that it's like a dog that we've tr uh, trained to come when it's uh, called. And here it comes. That's the way to practice. Now, later, there is the skill now of coming out of the first jhana. But coming out of the first jhana is letting hindrances back in the mind, or is it the fact that now that we can sustain it so well that we have one wholesome thought after another wholesome thought after another wholesome thought that are quite controlled to make sure that each one of these are wholesome and keeping this state going, we can begin to put some gaps in those wholesome thoughts, knowing that after a gap, the next thought's going to be wholesome, not unwholesome. We've got it controlled that well. And so as you can then quieten the mind completely between the gap, between the wholesome thoughts, that will then help you enter, rock back and forth between the, uh, the fruit of the first John and the path of the second, or at that edge line. Now we're right at the edge of going into the second John. That's the third skill to develop, is getting the mind quiet enough because we've already got it so well corralled that we got it to where it'll only say wholesome, happy things. Now we can get it to be quiet completely. And there's some tools and techniques that we can add to that, but that's the basic gist of it. But that, that feeling of wowness now not only does not it not subside, but it kind of peaks. Well, how good can I feel is the words that we would say if we were saying words. But we're not. We're just experiencing the feelings themselves. Quite remarkably so because we're controlling them now. And so we want to take it right to the top, deal this thing out. It's like we got a new amp in the house. Let's crank her up. <laughs> and so that whole cranking it up is now the second jhana. Is how good can we actually take this experience? Which is basically kind of beyond words altogether. It's actually a complete experience. But then that begins to mellow, and the mellowing out from raw yeehaw success into the satisfaction of a job well done now becomes the third job. And then after that is, is that then we settle down into an equilibrium. Basically, at that state where we just don't care about anything anymore, we could really relax now. That would be the hallmark then of the fourth jhana, is the upeka, which is just 
gosh, <laughs> nothing much to say. Uh, and so I thought that I would tell you this stuff because this is humanly possible. These are not outrageous states. Hmm? These are not magical. These are not stories. This is kind of a roadmap that I've been giving you today. And the roadmap has to do with being able to get yourself into such a wholesome state through talking to yourself about the reality of the moment and how marvelous and wonderful it actually is, is then we begin to focus on our feelings about how good we feel rather than doing the storyline about how good we feel. So we've gotten that storyline really, really down. And so now we can let it go and start focusing right on the feelings themselves. And so there will be times or moments or peaks where you really get into those feelings, but then you don't lose it all together, but rather you go back down into just wholesome thoughts, one wholesome thought after another, which was, wow, that was a good one. <laughs> and so that's the boundary that we have to look at is that boundary between the first and second jhana, where we begin to run out of kind, happy words and just experience that nurturing, that being at one kind of feeling, being on top of the world that we created kind of thing. So what is the top of your uh, emotional experience? Let's go find out. How good can you feel? So that didn't take long. That was a shorty. What do you have any questions about this? Uh, actually, no, not really. Uh, you made it uh, quite clear. <laughs> so I, I, I don't know. N nothing to add, I would say. <laughs> okay. While we were talking, you experienced actually going in and out of this state, right? Yeah, I yeah, did. You've been, yeah, uh huh. It's yeah. noticeable. Yeah, I did. I did. Mm -hmm. Good. So now you know what to do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And this is an ordinary thing to do. Mm -hmm. That is actually possible for any and everyone who has been watching any videos see this one and be in that state while we're talking about it. It's a natural thing to do. In fact, I've been talking you into it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So with my wholesome words and your own wholesome words and your own wholesome thoughts, we get into those kind of uh, experiences. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it happened, uh, I think it was two weeks ago when we had the UK Sangha on the Wednesday night. Scott uh, introduced a little, can I say, guided meditation or moment of meditation together. And it happened spontaneously, just like that. It appeared out of nowhere. So Well, no, you created it. Okay. It didn't come out of nowhere. You did it. Take credit okay. for that. Recognize that you created that reality. Okay. Okay. Well, all, maybe... <laughs> all Scott needed to do was suggest it. 
but mm-hmm. you were the one who did the creation. Not everybody who heard what he had to say felt exactly the same way that you did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't know what other people had. In fact, if Scott's good at it, which I suspect probably half the group was doing that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. It, it is just that um, I need to refine it and to sustain it. Um, it will refine itself over and over again when you sustain it. The sustaining okay. it is almost like sharpening the knife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You keep sustaining it. This thought is a good thought. This is a good thought. This is a good thought. This is a good thought. Pretty soon you got a sharp, sharp knife. Yeah. Well, I before talking to you, I didn't realize how negative we are without knowing it once you start to pay attention and i talk about myself i cannot talk about other people but i realize that without knowing it i'm quite negative on many things mm-hmm. without even realizing it so there's a truth in what you say that um, the whole society is uh, built on negativity being unsatisfied being uh, making us think and do things that we do not really want to do but we do them anyway without without even being aware of the fact that we are negative you're beginning to sound just like me (laughs) (laughs) i've heard all of this before exactly Yes, yeah. you're you're absolutely correct. And yeah. that it's good that you're waking up to that. That's part of the process is to recognize that you are in control of your life to where before it was all of that stuff. Yeah. That it was all programmed in a way is part of the society. Yeah. Uh, uh, we can use many different examples, but let's use the harsh one of domestic violence where a mother will slap her kids and then those kids grow up and they slap their kids. Okay. Domestic violence is well known to be generational like that, Uh, as well as many other things. So what that actually is saying is, is that no matter what the mothers are doing, they're teaching their children how to behave when they're adults, that the children mimic their parents. And mom will show us what, how she feels. And though, so we mimic how she feels. Mm-hmm. So that's basically it. We do that by a process called imprinting that takes years for a human to fully imprint. Mm-hmm. Uh, ending, by the way, around now the age of 12, or actually for the past several centuries, or maybe even millennia, it's been around the age of 12 is when the mind is fully organized, fully functional. However, now, because we need to now put so much content into that, I would say that now uh, the the age of reason would be, in for the United States, about 25. Mm-hmm. Before then, not ready to go. So uh, this Dhamma that we're talking about is for the old folks. It takes some maturity, it takes some education, it takes some figuring out. 
And so this is why it's beginning to work on you is because of the life experience and what you've got and just recognizing that, hey, there is so much negativity out there. Let's not buy into that. Mm -hmm. Let's have some wholesome thoughts. I think that um, there's a danger in the first noble truth for Western people in the sense that uh, the truth of Dukkha because we are already in a negative mind state, we mm -hmm. overemphasize dukkha. What I'm trying to say is that there is not only dukkha, but there is also dukkha niroda. And most Western people, myself included, we get caught into the dukkha. Mm -hmm. And we don't understand that the Buddha actually taught the way out of it. Get out. <laughs> Take a hike. You're yeah. right. Now, the other part of that is, is that by merely translating the Pali word dukkha into the English language word suffering, yeah. we set people up for that attitude. It's yeah. too big. It's too heavy. I still need help to get out. Mm -hmm. Even mm -hmm. though the second noble truth very, very clearly explains that the that it's because we are ignorant of or not watching the kind of thoughts that we have. So we wind up having thoughts of greed and thoughts of ill will. And we mix those two together ignorantly so that we wind up wanting things that we can't have. And so we're in a state of deprivation. Mm -hmm. And also we run around complaining about it, running our mouths, and now we're expecting mommy to haul off and hit us because we got a big mouth, and so now we're afraid. Mm -hmm. And so we have the, the, this turmoil that's inside that every child picks up, the society makes sure of it. Very, very rarely will you find a child who's raised in such a way so that you're just naturally happy because they were never pressurized the way that the society does. And not only that, but some cultures pressurize a whole lot more. In the United States, the ed education system's in turmoil, which means the kids are going to be in turmoil. Uh, here in Thailand, it's stable and growing under a rigid model. The Westerners can find all kinds of problems with it, but the fact is, is that it gives a lot of kids stability in their lives and uh, a sense of uh, being at home and a sense of accomplishment. I'm very much pleased with the way that my daughter is being educated here in Thailand. Because I know that not all schools are the same. And um, the Western model is very much a punishment model. They want people to be afraid. People vote because of fear or because of greed, which is the second noble truth. There it is. And people ignorantly don't realize that this political party is pulling this string and this political party is pulling this string. And I don't have to care or hold on to either one of the, those strings. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I can just watch the show. Mm -hmm. that's the joy of not caring enough to pick up that strain so that we get run around it's almost like that it, uh, the imagination is, is that there's a wild stallion in the canyon with a rope around its neck 
And all we have to do is just grab that rope and we're okay, right? And guess yep. what? We get drug all over the canyon. <laughs> <laughs> and so identifying with a political um, party. And then we get drug all over their canyon. Chasing a horse that we cling to. And if we just stop caring about where that horse goes, we might, in fact, be able to stand in the middle of the canyon and get some insight as to what the horse is actually doing. Mm-hmm. 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 And so getting away from it all is get really getting away from how much we care about things. And this practice that you and I have been talking about today is a very, very clear example that you've got something better going on than uh, chasing down a, a horse or holding a rope that we're going to get drug all over the place by. Mm-hmm. Because that's how we normally deal with society. We know that the society is broken and they're lying to us. But then the, the, the question is, but what else can we do? Mm-hmm. Well, now we know. we got Dhamma. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what else we can do. We can let it rest. Mm-hmm. Stop clinging to it. Let it go. And then we can begin to experience really what it's like to be human and being alive. Mm-hmm. And you're getting a good taste of that. And I'm really happy for you. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Apart from that, apart from that, I have I have no more questions. It was it was nice to talk to you again, and mm-hmm. I will see you again tomorrow. Okay. I don't know if you, if you have anything to add or any advice. I'm I'm willingly to listen. But no, what this, I wanted this to is ask. Good. I think that you, we've got a really really important direction for you to go now. That applied yeah. and sustained, and and start working with it. Start gathering those factors together. And in fact, what we're really saying is, don't do this blindly. Do it with full investigation. Look at what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And it will come together like that because you're watching what's going on. Okay. So that's the apply. Apply that. Watch what's going on. Getting those the right effort. Because now the effort is fairly easy for you to talk yourself into happy wholesome thoughts. So you're already underway. Mm-hmm. Just keep applying, applying, keep going. You're good. <laughs> okay. Thanks a lot, Damarato. See you tomorrow. Right. We'll see, see you, you tomorrow. tomorrow. Okay, bye.